Hello and welcome to the continuation of episode three of the Kickass Podcast. Today I'm joined by Chief Operating Officer Rob Mohan, HME Production Manager Ryan Payne, Topeka Foundry Production Manager Zach Griffith, Structural Production Manager of Topeka Foundry Marley Adamson. Guys, thanks for joining us today for the HME Group Company's version of Family Feud Survey Says. We're going to jump in. Uh, we got to hear from Kevin, Nikki, and Angela kind of on the uh, results, kind of how the company is is trying to uh, connect with employees and some of the survey results. So I wanted to get you guys' perspective uh, from the, from the standpoint of the production side of things, uh, we have got, um, a couple of th- topics we hit on yesterday. Uh, first ever survey. What was the idea behind it? Uh, the results and kind of what's next. What was your overall take on the survey in general? Were there, were there any surprises? Um, you know, the, the overall take, the overall survey. Um, results were great. We had a lot of feedback, um, a lot of strongly agrees and a lot of agrees. Um, and then, you know, to back that up, there was a lot of comments. There were over 800 comments. And we took the time, we read through every one of them, and, and we pulled trends out of those comments. And uh, we, we saw, you know, these different high points. And those are the high points that we're going to talk through here. But um, big surprises, not not really. Um, I think we knew that we had some things to work on. Um, honestly, I was personally pleasantly surprised of all the positivity and all the positive feedback we received. Yeah, and then uh, looking through all the TFI shop survey results here, extremely positive, uh, which is great. It's kind of the day-to-day things that Zach and I see. Um, we We try to have an open door with everybody and – make sure we're getting that positive or negative feedback um, and getting the issues resolved and giving out recognition when it's due. And, and management really does definitely appreciate the, everybody taking the time to fill that out. I mean, that your efforts put, put a lot of people around the table to sift through that and read every single one. There was, what did we say, 800 and some, some comments in there and um, you know, we, we do take those to heart and, and try to build off that. So it is a big deal to participate in that. We appreciate everybody's time to, to do that. So it did definitely not fall on deaf ears. What, uh, what are some of the takeaways from the survey from the standpoint of, of the production side of things? We're just going to kind of open it up and you guys kind of will go back and forth. Um, I guess I could start, you know, the, the, Four of us, we've chatted a little bit about this. Um, You know, one thing for me was uh, accountability. Let's define accountability first. It's it's, uh, holding everyone to the same standard and holding them to the expected standard. And um, sometimes I think we get caught up in the whirlwind of production. And, you know, you may have an employee that's not meeting that standard. And it slips by you because you're caught up in the day-to-day Tomorrow comes around and you forget about it. You know, Zach brought up a really good point earlier. Um, what was that, Zach, about the uh, disciplinary side of things? So one of the comments on accountability uh, is 
they don't feel that people are held accountable. Uh, they may be, you know, doing a good job, but then they see their, their coworker or their neighbor, uh, isn't maybe holding the same standard that they might be. Um, that could maybe be, you know, cell phone use or, or they think that person's slacking or, or whatever that situation may possibly be. Uh, and you know, us as managers, we have to make sure that we're identifying that. Um, but if we do identify that with an individual, we're not going to publicly discipline that person. You know, that's going to be a closed or conversation that we have with that individual and address those concerns with that individual. You know, we don't want to exile that individual or, you know, put them in front of a group and, and have a discussion about that situation in front of everybody. So the, the issue may be addressed just uh, not to everybody else's knowledge. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, having that confidence in your manager team or your management team um, that they're identifying those situations and, and handling those situations appropriately. And, you know, the door is always open. Um, if, if you're not sure, you know, if, if uh, an issue is being addressed, go, go talk to your supervisor. Um, he may not talk to you about that exact employee scenario, but at least you could have that confidence of, of knowing, hey, my, my manager's aware and things are being taken care of. Um, the, you know, the other, the other thing on the accountability side is in the survey, you kind of notice a few comments. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working hard and, and the, the individual next to me is not so much. Um, once again, back to what we said, those things are being addressed. Uh, sometimes the whirlwind of production gets biased and we don't, we don't catch it all. Um, we are going to make in all of, uh, shop leadership. We've been talking pretty heavy about this. We're going to make a strong effort to really pay attention, uh, to take the time to address those things. Um, and you know, one thing that I would like to ask of everyone is if you have a concern, bring it up. Um, and you know, if you're, if you're an athlete on a team, you're never comparing yourself to the lowest performer of the team. You're comparing yourself to the highest performer because you want to be that high performer yourself. So as you go through your day, think about that and, and, uh, you know, look at how you can compare yourself to, to the higher performer. So I know another item that was referenced a number of times on the survey was communication with management. I would say that that, along with the accountability, kind of tie in together. As you were talking, Rob, about trying to, you know, communicate with, with the employees, employees communicating with the managers, I'm guessing that with the accountability all is kind of falls into one thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think, honestly, just about every point on this survey probably ties together. Um, and the number one thing we can all do is communicate because if you don't communicate and you don't get that, that true message, um, the, the ideas start rolling and the, the rumors start. And so um, communication is a, a huge piece of this whole thing. And so back to it, um, we, we strongly encourage come to us, come to, come to any one of us if you have any concerns. A little bit on that communication. I know sometimes that there's some job postings or some something that somebody got. You know, they'll claim that they weren't aware of it. But just anytime there's a job posting, we'll 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 post those on the Kickass News. Of course, I think everybody's seeing that now. Um, the break room TVs that's on there. We are physically hanging flyers by the tool crib and each break rooms as well. And um, if if we're not doing it now, we, we are going to begin making sure everybody's aware of that during our toolbox talks. So that'll help hopefully close some of that gap there with the communication also. I probably need to have some communication because I saw there was a posting for a general manager for Hass Crane. Um, not, sure what to, not sure what to think of that. 
Um, for a while, so if you know anybody. <laughs> As we have previously discussed, the, the evolution of the HME group companies, HME, TFI, all the uh, affiliated companies, uh, you know, has seen a significant amount of growth, touched on uh, some of those pain points, uh, trying to create a culture of growth as a company uh, as well as personally. And I know uh, Marley, Topeka Foundry, uh, you know, some of those things that you guys are doing from the standpoint of, of employee growth, can you kind of touch on some of those? Yeah, yeah, I feel like at TFI Structural, Machine Shop, Door Shop, um, across all the HME companies, I feel like there's ample opportunities for growth. Um, just putting that effort out there and we kind of, we definitely see it. And I know at the reviews that we do, we talk to a lot of the guys and see kind of where their career paths are heading, if that's kind of what they're wanting to do. Um, if, if there is any communication to us, we try to put forth the effort in getting guys in the right positions. Another item. I know that was referenced was training. Uh, Ryan, give us give us an idea of of some of those things that uh, you guys are doing and and what guys can look for. Sure. Yep. We we have kicked off a, a good little training regiment for all new hires. Um, Garrett and Dane have been doing a good job with with going over this stuff with the new hires, and we actually have designated trainers um, in the shops for each department that they'll they'll take on and mentor the the new hire um they receive a training document and all of the designated trainers have gone through uh, the same little course if you will so so that we're all doing the training off the same information training the same way um trying to mainstream that that knowledge and performance through all the new hires that way so that's i think we're already seeing some results with that that really lends itself to consistency for every shift every new hire and you know we're looking for feedback on that stuff as well. So if, if there seems to be aspects of training that we're missing in any of the shops, um, you know, we have a lot of veteran guys out there that know a lot and know exactly how to uh, do every aspect of what we're performing in the shop. So bring that to your supervisor. We can implement it into the training. Just to piggyback off of that a little bit on the machine shop side, uh, I would say in years past, we've probably not done a, a super great job of, of providing great training to our employees, kind of more of a learn on your own, give you maybe some some nuts and bolts of it, and then figure out the, the meat and potato rest of it later on. Um, really tried to identify some of those holes that we have in our, our training for new employees lately. Um, definitely trying to give them a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time, provide them a little bit more time maybe on a day shift schedule before we kick them off to a off shift being a weekend or a night shift schedule. Um, and then also just trying to, to provide more resources for them for questions and answers. Uh, we've got shop manuals out that we've been trying to add information into for the machine shop guys. And then a, a big thing to stress too is don't be afraid to ask the question. If you don't know the information, uh, we can't expect you to be successful if, if you don't know how to perform the task. So um, never feel like you can't ask those questions. We've got plenty of resource around to, to help everybody be successful. So what about guys that have been with the companies for a number of years, continuing education, uh, new process, uh, what, what does that look like? That's, that's actually a really good question, Jeff. Um, our employees are moving departments, moving machines, moving companies on a regular basis. So we have a lot of tenured employees that 
maybe stepping into new territory. Um, and, and at times we probably assume that they know more than what they do about that specific process. So, you know, the comment box is out there, um, the virtual comment box. Um, hit your supervisor up, talk to your peers. Um, we'll definitely get those uh, tenured people the education they need as well. That did kind of lead into the process topic just a little bit. So over the years, we're, our, our leads and supervisors are always building processes for, for all the situations that arise. So it's always good to, to have that feedback, and that helps us identify, okay, it's time to start creating some new processes here, you know. Um, you know, it's kind of like, I call it my race car theory a little bit. It's like we get something figured out, we got a good process, and then John will go out and buy a new machine or something that totally changes the way everything flows through the shop. And it's kind of like if you look at it as a race car and we got the hood up and we got our leads and, and supervisors leaned over the fenders in the grill trying to adjust a carburetor, and John's in there in their driver's seat with the pedal to the metal, you know, and it's just wide open throttle, and we're like, we're just trying to get a plan together here, and now it's time to switch it up. Keeping the process unpredictable and uncomfortable. While we're going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, but that, that feedback is what helps us identify, okay, we need to, we're starting to see some issues that, that weren't here last month, you know, let's let's work on that a little bit. Moving on to another hot topic on the survey was reviews. Uh, any reviews? What do you guys, what, what's, I know there was some discussion as far as trying to get those a little bit more consistent. Uh, what, what, what's your guys' take on that? Reviews for, for the shop supervisors anyway, I think sometimes, uh, they, they get missed, um, or they get delayed because once again, Everyone's caught in the whirlwind of production, and we're we're in go mode. And uh, uh, it's a it's a unfortunate thing that we allow that to happen, but reviews do slip by. So, actually, um, HR is working on an automated uh, way to put those reviews in front of all the production supervisors of when they're due, who's coming up. So they're they're prompted instead of they got it. They're not trying to remember anything. They're all prompted. Exactly. Production uh, leadership team met earlier today. And one of the things we did talk about was reviews and uh, the the plan to get these reviews caught up. So over the next few weeks, it's our goal to get all past reviews caught up. Um, so if for some reason in the next few weeks you have a past due review and your supervisor hasn't talked to you, go ahead and hit them up um, just to make sure uh, you're on the list. But once we get these caught up and then we are uh, working with HR through that automated report, we shouldn't have this problem moving forward. And it's also a diligence thing on, on leadership's part, which we're going to put the time into it to make sure it gets done. And just like anything, always come say something. You know, maybe you said that, but it's, you know, there, there's not a closed office door around there. So Yeah, and the communication has to be both ways. I know communication from management and leadership down and then also from employees up. It needs to it needs to flow to, uh, to get the kinks worked out. So we... Did touch on the company's effort to engage with employees, and there's been a number of of things that have been done within the last six months. Uh, the survey is new, podcast is new, uh, the newsletter has been going for a while. Uh, some of the other employee activities create a pickleball tournament. Uh, the garden, there was a pretty solid response to that. That's underway. We've got the virtual comment box. Uh, corporate games sound like it went pretty well. 
Shameless plug for our guys. I've heard a lot of feedback from employees. They had a great time. Had a few that are injured, but other than that, the rest of the group had a good time. I think we got second overall. Very nice. You know, and the other thing that seems like a good opportunity for uh, employees to get involved with each other and and do something outside of the normal workday is six zero. Um, that's been a neat opportunity. Um, not only is it an investment opportunity, but me personally, I've met and worked side by side with employees that I would have never otherwise had that opportunity. To uh, people from TFI helping out, um, door shop folks helping out, um, people just from all over that. You know, normally you cross the paths, you say your hellos, but to spend a few hours working together, it was, it's neat. And and then you're working towards something, too. You're working towards that investment that benefits all of us. So so I do encourage that, you know, that's a exciting thing for all of us to be involved with. Yeah, I think that that's, that's a pretty unique, pretty unique opportunity for from a number of standpoints, uh, not only financial, but Rob, you said you get to you get to connect with people you wouldn't maybe have got to spend time with. Yeah, you also it helps you identify some of the skill set that other people have that you would have had no idea otherwise, you know, which you never know what that turns into, you know, it leads into other projects and whether it's on your own or with Six Zero or whatever, it's always good it's a great networking tool just for skill sets and, and different trades. So it's a it's a it's a win win for sure. So with a lot of these uh ideas that were, you know, taking place trying to move the company forward, improve the company, the culture, there would be expected to be some pushback. And a couple of those things would, uh, you know, you know, everything sounds good, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, nothing's going to change. Or, you know, old, da- old habits die hard. You know, if you're not a buddy with somebody, the opportunities are going to be limited. So what I'm just going to throw it out there. How do you guys respond to that? And I understand that when you're when you're making trying to make changes, there's always going to be a little bit of pushback. But to those people with those specific responses, how do you guys handle that? Sure, absolutely. Let's try to kind of maybe pick them apart one by one. One would be, you know, change. Uh, humans are, are not receptive to change normally. Uh, you know, we want to put new innovative procedures in place, figure out how to be the most efficient with things, um, and always trying to uh, continue the growth of all the HME group companies. Uh, another concern that was brought up was uh, potential favoritism for, for growth opportunities, uh, which I think is very far uh, from where we want people's perspective to be. You know, we post those positions for people to be able to apply for them. Uh, we'll take and we'll interview all of those individuals and we'll try to pick the most qualified candidate that we feel is going to be the most successful in those roles. Um, it's not, you know, who knows uh, Joe Blow for for that opportunity. It's, you know, you're going to be the best candidate for that position to be successful and help the HME group companies continue to grow. And, you know, to spin on the change a little bit, you know, what we're doing is something a little more than we've ever done before. You know, employees are, uh, we're encouraging them, speak up, let us know. We want to, we want to make things, we want to make this place all of these places a better place. And uh, I'm sure there's a little skepticism of, well, what's going to be, what's going what's different now? Why are things now going to change? We haven't done it before. Well, I feel the difference is, is before we had culture club, before we had the safety committee, before we had our marketing team, we were relying on the day to day, um, 
um, managers who are managing their departments, managing people, to also carve out time to to chase down these other things. And and we tried. We tried hard, and, and we did accomplish some of it. But now that we have focus to groups, so the culture team, that team is responsible for taking this information and doing something with it. And they have been. You know, they, they, they really pressure all of us to, hey, we need this. We need that. What's going on here? And And if they weren't in the background driving it, the change probably would fall off again because we're all caught up in the whirlwind of the day. The safety committee, you know, those individuals are tasked with hearing and identifying what are the concerns out there. What do we need to do better? How how can we operate safer? Is there a an issue with something? They take those things and they drive it. And marketing is the support team behind all of that. So through the the email blasts, the kick hasses, those communications, they're taking the uh, information from those committees and putting it out there. So I think we're we're we have all the uh, tools in place to to address things and make change. Yeah, you can t- you can you can tell and you can feel there are actionable steps being taken. I know it was brought up in the six zero meeting to uh, form an equipment committee. There's enough equipment going you know around HME and Hass Crane to get uh, get a group of people involved to kind of make decisions on directions and things like that. So um, there are there are a number of things that have already taken place with a lot of ideas of, of how to move forward as well. You know, I appreciate bringing up the uh, six zero committees because we are looking for, you know, another more avenues to get involved, more avenues on how to get to know each other. Um, we are looking for um, participants to uh, involve themselves in an equipment committee. And uh, um, that committee would obviously be uh, revolving around the rental equipment side. And then we're also looking for a a building slash maintenance committee. And that committee might aid with, um, you know, building repairs on existing buildings, renovations, things like that. So yet another avenue to get involved. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, as has been mentioned, uh, as a company evolves, a lot of new opportunities for people to step up, get involved. And, uh, with the emphasis on communication, both directions, uh, you know, I think it's, it's a, it's a, positive direction to see the company taken. If I could jump back to where Zach left off there, um, you know, back to the the growth opportunity, you know, being transparent with your supervisor. If you have interest in, in any position or leadership, especially, I mean, let, let your supervisor or lead know, um, you know, we always kind of go through a Rolodex of, of names in our heads when we need to fill up positions like that. You know, I, I will also say you can't request leadership, but you can you can earn it for sure. You know, so be, you know, be ready for that might be a little bit of a difficult discussion to to go over what you need to work on and what you can do to help you get yourself in the running for that. But I mean, don't ever count yourself out because it's we're always looking for those and they are literally hard to find. So just be mindful of that as well. And that's a topic that you could bring up in your review. You know, if you're a person who is interested in being a, a lead or, or a manager of some sort, you know, bring that up. Um, be like, hey, this is maybe the direction that I want to move in. What's some some feedback on some things that you could uh, give me that I could possibly work on improving to to become a candidate for a position of that type? You know, and I think kind of jumping subjects just a little bit here, but I want to throw this out there, you know. We, as a company, as a management team, um, John Hass included, we want to do the best we can possibly do for all of our employees. 
we want to offer great wages. We want to offer great benefits. Um, you know, at the same token, we have to balance cost. Um, so we're, we're in a competitive market. When we're out there bidding machine shop work, structural steel work, door work, we're in a competitive bid situation. And at the end of the day, the lowest qualified bidder wins the job. And there's a lot of jobs we don't win. Um, and, uh, you know, 10, 15% of them we do win. So the market is very competitive. Um, so, you know, we want ideas. Um, we want to hear all this. And we're going to make take a really hard look at it and figure out how to make it work. That's That's always our approach. How can we make this work? We don't ever approach it as... Well, that's not going to work. So how can we make it work? And we're looking at costs and we're looking at how does that affect our costs? How does that affect our competitiveness in the market? So sometimes these great ideas are excellent ideas, but the cost side of it, we run that risk of losing our competitive edge in the market. So, Or, or ti timing can play a big factor in that as well. Absolutely. Whether it's the steel prices running out of control. Um, you know, there's, there's just a variety of different things. So, you, you know, just something to throw out there that we're looking hard at this stuff. Um, but there, there's a lot of other factors in the background that we're, we're analyzing at the same time. So just because maybe we don't make a change doesn't mean it wasn't a good idea. It's, it means that there's some other factors that are, that are affected by that change. And it can also sometimes be a, a it's not a no, it's just a not now. So that's going to start winding things down. Anything else you guys specifically want to address or or folks to know? Um, I'd like to throw a survey-driven shout-out out there. Um, survey comments, there was uh, several people brought up in the comments. Um, and, you know, the, they're, they're recognized for their hard work, their, their patience, and, and their uh, their engagement with the employees. Um, so one of them is actually sitting right next to me, Zach Griffith. Trent Terrell, um, he's done, he's stepped up a lot, you know, um, recently and, and not so recently, actually. He's he's always done a good job, but he stepped it to the plate here quite a bit. Uh, Jordan Wolgie, your name was thrown out there quite a bit, and Garrett Boucher as well. So appreciate you guys putting the hard work in there. Um, Jake Griffith, of course. Can't, can't go without saying his name, so he's always doing a good job and puts puts everything he's got into it for sure. No, Clinton Groms was also identified in the survey as a, another uh, positive uh, leader on the team. So so all, all of these individuals we just spoke of, they're identified as positive leaders, um, a lot of positive feedback about them. So job well done, fellas. All right. I think we're going to kind of start winding things down here. Uh, one last question. It may be the most serious of the day. Uh, Ryan Payne, what is your favorite Culture Club slash Boy George song? Uh, that would have to be Come a Chameleon. Very nice. Very nice. All right. That's going to wind it up. Uh, stay safe and keep kicking ass. <laughs>